Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes, a 30-year Wall Street veteran that has had to go underground, take on a secret identity in order to bring you my candid views on a handful of stocks out of each week's Value Line Investment Survey. You've seen my face on TV, you've seen me quoted in the news, but my bosses would never allow my unfiltered views on the air, so I've disguised my voice and they'll never know. Uh, this week we look at the January 28, 2011 edition of the Small and Mid-Cap Value Line Investment Survey, which is a new subscription I got, and it's letting me dip down into stocks I haven't really ever looked at on the show. And of course, again this week, uh, we have with us Mr. Cashflow, who has recently come into a great deal of cash, uh, sold a business, and uh, is quite uh, wrongly invested in uh, the bond market, which is going to erode his principal. And I'm going to try to convince him to buy a couple of stocks here today. W uh, welcome back to the show, Cash. Thanks a lot, Val. Cash is ready to spend some money on some good stocks. Did you bring, uh, how much cash did you bring this week? A bag full. All right. Well, let's get started. <laughs> I don't particularly have a rant this week because uh, I gave that up. Let me, let me do a couple of caveats. This show is for entertainment purposes only. That's not a guarantee. Also, um, uh, myself or Cash may not have any idea what we're talking about. It's just after work and we're just getting together talking about stocks. Uh, thirdly, or maybe that's secondly, I lost track. <laughs> Uh, I have been drinking. I just want to be clear about that. And cash has not. I'm not. So I'm at a big disadvantage here. <laughs> I'm more clear. I'm trying right to get now. cash to have a drink. But I'm what? You've got something to do or whatever? <laughs> I'm ready to spend some cash. I can't be liquored up. Well, here, let's toast we with your Coke there. there. That's nice. <laughs> Fun for me. What are you drinking there, Val? Uh, it's vodka and then some type of fruit beverage, you know, for the health element to it. It's delicious. I think it's... Uh, some type of smoothie, actually, with some ice in it. Thanks smoothie. for asking. <laughs> I don't know. All right, this week, um, Cash, you know, I'm doing something a little different. I recently um, upgraded my Value Line subscription. I'm just all online now with Value Line. Just like me. Yeah. Well, look, you know, you had an internet. Your company, business was yeah, an internet right. oh, company, right? <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, I'm just all internet, and so. Um, Welcome to it. Yeah, thank you. So <laughs> I didn't like all that paper in my office, and I wasn't, this way I can get it, you know, at home or yeah. wherever, on my phone, for Good. that matter. That's but what I did was I got a new subscription to the small and mid-cap edition. That's going to be interesting. Well, what's interesting is these are the stocks generally that I actually own in the, in the shop. Mm. I mean, some of the, I've been through that value line, the big value line. It's got a lot of big caps in there, and, you know, we're a small cap shop, and so... What's fun sometimes is to dip down into these small ones. It's like going into the, uh, you know, in, mm -hmm. into the jungle. There, there's no analysts covering these sometimes. Mm. Uh, and so you have to really do your own work. You can't rely on efficient markets as much because there's not as many people covering it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so, you know, but at the same time, if you have an appetite for doing your own work, this is where, in my view, you can get an edge. And if the way to excess return is excess knowledge, I sometimes think, obviously, this is what I do is, you know, head for these yeah, smaller ones. That. We could probably even yeah. buy some of these Well, there, there's a couple of real small ones. Also, in this week's edition, there was a lot of retail in here, and uh, there were also some royalty trusts and some high dividend, you know, uh, opportunities, but mm -hmm. um, we talked about some dividend yield last right. week, so right. I thought, you know, there's a couple retailers. All some right. of the listeners may know. 
about some of these. Uh, first one up is um, Joe's Jeans. And I don't have a pa any page numbers. I'm just completely off the reservation on page numbers. What are you doing over there? I'm working on the internet. Wait, we don't go now. on the internet here <laughs> on the show. I, I'm going to do what our listeners do. Oh, gotta... They don't use the internet. Uh, no one's using the They do. Uh, ticker J-O-E-Z. And what I'm first attracted to on this one is simply looking across the top of the value line, it gives the P-E ratio 4.4. So that's pretty low. I like to take a look. They also give this relative P-E, so 0.24, 24% of the market. You could say that's a 76% discount to the market P.E. So I keep looking at that point. You know, this is a matter of triage, and that says keep looking to me. So I do. Now, unfortunately, on the small and mid-cap uh, value line, there's just hardly any There's just hardly any information. It's probably good you do have the Internet here. What, what are you looking up? I'm looking up the website. They okay, have a well, clean website. Um, so I'm attracted to the multiple. Joe's Jeans, you know, they sell jeans. The design, development, and marketing of apparel products worldwide. Um, you know, even I've heard of Joe Jeans, right? They sell handbags as well and other stuff under Joe and Joe Jeans. Two various retailers. I'm just looking here. I don't, I don't think they own their own stores. Uh, sales have been, you know, uh, certainly down from 05. They fell from 109 million to 47 million in 05 to 06. So something happened. You know, maybe they sold retail or got out of something. I mean, you'd have to research that, but that asks, you know, raises a question. But since 06 and even right through the recession, these guys were growing. Um, they did 80 million in 09, and again, this sort of abbreviated value line sheet doesn't tell me anything about 2010. Uh, but there's a quarterly sales number down here, and they look pretty consistently up from 09. So these guys look like they grew the top line right through the recession. They're putting up an operating margin that four years ago was not meaningful, according to Value Line, but went from 5.6 to 9.4 to 11.3 in 09. And judging from the earnings per share, uh, excuse me, they were, you know, clearly down from that in 2010. But uh, the company looks like it's growing the top line. They have the ability to earn high single digit or, you know, 10% uh, margin. And the thing is four times trailing earnings. So um, the stock's a buck sixty. They have uh, no debt. I like that. So you're just you're just buying a brand and all that it can be. Uh, Eighty million is the sales number. If this thing got, you know, any sort of multiple, it would sell at one time sales. That's where decent retailers sell. And this thing is growing fast. Um, and so at some point, you know, they'd have no debt. Sales per share are a buck thirty-one. That's kind of where the stock is. And can sales go to two bucks or three bucks? And will the stock follow? I think so. And so. Um, this isn't probably a pure value stock by any means because you need growth to earn a return. But I think the stock could, you know, move toward the $3, $4 range over a couple of years as sales mm. continue to grow. That's mm. my pitch. It's very abbreviated today, Cash. But no, but it, uh, interesting. You know, I'm pulling up the stock price for it, and it's up in the last three years here. It's up almost 75% compared to the S&P. Well, the, the stock, you know, when you look at the stock, it's at a buck sixty today. The high 
uh, earlier in 2010 was 360. So it came out of that 09 recession really mm -hmm. strong. Look, it was at 22 cents. Mm -hmm. So when you look at percentage changes, yeah, yeah 22 cents to 44 cents, that's 100%. I mean, um, and it ultimately got to 360. It's backed off here probably it, it because sales uh, and earnings have just, you know, you came out of that recession and you were just thankful the stock didn't go broke. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a time, I think, when no one was buying anything. So where do we think, you think this thing can double here? Well, I just think that sales are on, you know, qu quite a growth curve. If Joe's Jeans as a brand has value. So if, if you're hearing my voice and you've heard of Joe's Jeans, and if everyone's heard of Joe's Jeans, then their sales are going to go to $400 million. It, I mean, that's how the evolution of these things goes. That might take. 15 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, slow building brands like this. I mean, at one time, Gap had three stores. You know, uh, Claiborne, these brands that evolve, they they don't die once they get going. And these guys have some good momentum. And, uh, you know, who knows? They must have a good relationship with Macy's or... Now I'm looking uh, on the website here. What, what do you got? Uh, there are some Joe stores. Okay. There are actually some George... Not too many. It's not saying that here. And not too many. I'm, I'm only looking at four or five stores, but they're at, um, looks like boutiques, nothing really Department big. stores. Not big department says. stores, though. They're not big. No Macy's? No, I didn't see Macy's there, no. Oh, okay. Mark Shale. Okay. Which is not, which is Why are you, su you're sucking me into the internet thing. <laughs> ah, yeah, right. interesting. So, the other thing I'd tell you is that, you know, that I mentioned they have no debt, Last year in 2009, which obviously was not a great year for retailers, and it's in the early stages of Joe's Jeans getting going, uh, and they put up a 40% operating—I'm sorry, 40% return on capital, and an 11% operating margin. So, you know, they're not putting the gross margin here because that would give away the price and the, uh, you know, the markup, and it's probably just exorbitant. So they don't even want to put it here. But you know. If the brand can get some legs, and it looks like it has some, um, you know, this thing could continue to move higher at a sort of one-time sales, and sales look like they're poised to keep growing. So it's not exactly a value stock per se, but um, it's cheap so growth. So we got cheap growth. Cheap here. growth. So we're looking maybe yeah. a double on this. Uh, you know, it looks, with the momentum they have, I'm very uncomfortable predicting out four or five years because Joe's jeans could go bad. I don't know. But the momentum well, they have in the sales line and the fact that we're coming out of this recession, yeah. people have a little money to spend. You're probably going to have a good Christmas this year. And then, you know, recoveries last a little while. Um, the banks are securing, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, you know, yeah, a double over, let's say, four years, that's well, look, a was, that's a 20% compound yeah, return. I think that could happen. That's it was, what I'm it was just $3 just a, a year ago. How, how many shares are there? Well, let's see. Uh, 61 million shares okay. at 09. Okay. But for some reason, these other value lines, they don't give me 2010. You know, the, the big cap value line would have a share count there. Okay. That's the... Interesting. I mean, they're just interesting. Uh, this report's underfunded at right. Value Line, but I only I think I only paid a couple extra bucks to get it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> All right, next up, another retailer. All right, what do we got? This is kind of an interesting one, uh, an odd little stock that we've looked at in the shop. It's called Dover Saddlery. Dover Saddlery. 
We don't really use the internet here on the show. I'm using the internet. Yeah, no, but we we on the show don't (laughs) tend to use it. D-O-V-R is the ticker. Uh And what these guys are is a mail order, uh, you know, like tax shop for... uh, Looks like I'm on their website here. You know, for equestrian products. Yeah, exactly. Um, English, Western style riding. I'm reading Value Line. I'm not on the website or whatever. Uh, they offer saddles and tack. Tack being the mm-hmm. equipment Helmets. and stuff that goes with the horse. Do they sell horses on the internet? Already? I don't believe they sell horses <laughs> at this particular store. Um, but they're primarily catalog. So the curious thing about this is, um, you know, mail order and internet, of course, has gotten a meaningful market share in a lot of uh, retail niches because it's convenient and all that. And these guys are, I think, the largest uh, direct marketer of uh, these types of equestrian products. And so, you know, it's the kind of thing where if you if you if you get a particular type of product, your local tax shop is out of the way, which that I don't, you know, may not always be the case. Or if you if you like to buy something once a month, it's just easier to get a mail order. It shows up at your house or internet. It shows up. You don't have to get it. So they've got a slowly growing business, you know. Or actually, it's it's been sluggish here during the recession. But they did sixty million in '05, and they uh, did seventy six million last year, probably a little higher this two thousand ten. And their peak was eighty million. But as you got into the recession, they throttled back the catalogs and they cut back a little bit. Um, and so some of that is by design to have sales down in a recession. But it's a teeny little company. Um, their share count is five million, and the stock's at three bucks. So it's a fifteen million market cap stock. The industry is, you know, you've got a, you know, Mr. Internet here, but I think the the industry for um, equestrian products, they've got seventy six million in sales. The industry might have a billion dollars in sales. I mean, they have a teeny little share. Maybe you've got some data there. I got some data. Fun yeah. fact. Here's a fun yeah. fact: two percent of households own a horse there in the U.S. Go. That's the group we're looking for. That's then. what we. That's want. what we want. They need to spend more That's money. That's the customer list. Um, and so the, the thing they're selling is they're going to the people that already have a horse. They're not really getting new people, you know. And they just try to make horse, it more convenient. So horse population growing. I think it's probably not because there's fewer and fewer places to have a so horse. So we need more apparel per now, horse they, being sold. Well, again, the industry could be flat. Their goal would be to get people who are already comfortable with a particular brand and rather than have to go to the store and throw it into your truck and get the thing all messed up with all the stuff from the horse shop, you just have them bring it. You have right. the UPS man bring it. That's all. Right. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. And so they're selling convenience and in some states, they might be selling avoiding the state tax. Mm. I don't want to get into all of that. Mm. But, um, they're, but they're, they're not growing, clearly, uh, over the last couple of years because of the recession. Their operating margin is you know just mid-single digits, so that's not great. I, I think they're having a lot of problems in terms of the competition with the local store. But uh, they, are ma- they are direct marketing um, experts, and so... You know, the thought would be that over time they're going to hone their ability to increase market share with existing customers of products that they carry. Uh, their returns on capital have never been, you know, stunning. And, you know, they're, they're 10%. Um, return on equity is 11%. 
And so, you know, th clearly the best years of this company are ahead of it. I think as they get a little, you know, maybe this isn't a great buy recommendation. You know, I don't know. Are, what's your feeling? Uh, stock is off from the yeah. last three years. Well, it's, it's fifty percent. <coughs> that's uh, why I'm talking of, about uh, it. The S and P too. So there's some. It's obviously cheap. It can, it can, that's you know why what? I'm talking about. I'll we don't know when it's going to. A year ago, they were almost right at where the S and P was as far as return, and they've dove, taken. They've doved off. You know, we do you have anyway? Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to talk about where you you know went to college and all that. <laughs> the College of Cash is where I, I went. Know, I to <laughs> okay, so we got some room here. Uh, the stock's off. It's half. It was. At, it's at what three bucks? Well, the it's thought, at three bucks, and it used to be six dollars three years well, ago. Well, the, the thought is right. Sales have been flat. The stock's in half. They're stable. They're not growing. And I think over time, because direct marketing does offer really terrific advantages and you know customer acquisition costs and such. You had a direct. <laughs> marketing business right. you know yeah, so the ability to find a new customer at a low cost is higher here than in retailing and i think that you know they're going to get their share you're paying eight times earnings maybe i should have said that up front eight times earnings. the the enterprise value of the company the amount we've got to spend to own the whole business look What's the S&P 500? Uh, I don't right know. Now? What do I know? What, well, what is it? Is Look, it 10 th times? This, this says 8 times. This says 8 times is 45%, so it's, so it's probably around 17. Is it really? A little higher, 17 and a half. Okay. But here, here's what I want to say. If we were to buy this company, we'd have to come up with, you know, let's see, 5 million shares times 3, 15 million for we the equity. We could buy this company. Well, the debt's just, you know, well, it's a little higher. It's 10 million, so that's 25 million. We would need, and the EBITDA that this thing is throwing off is how much? Is about nearly four million. Four million. So okay. on twenty-five million, if we spent that, we would get four million. Mm -hmm. That's about a what? Fifteen percent return? Four over twenty-five? Do you know what that is? The four it's million. better than I'm going to get at the bank. Well, it's only fifty cents per horse. There's about almost eight million <laughs> horses in the U.S. Which that's, is ten times as many well, dogs. You know, but that's I'm not 50 that cents excited about horse. the internet. We gotta take it to a, a dollar a horse. That's they gotta my spend point. a dollar a horse. If you spend a dollar a horse, and that would be right. the goal. Right. Get a bigger share exactly. per horse. We need to do some designer stuff for them you for do a horse. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna saying, buy this company. This thing outright. is just sitting here. And it's not great, but what happens is over time they're gonna get economies of scale, they're gonna get more customers, their costs are gonna go down. Margin go up. It's, uh, you know, what, what did I say? It's $25 million enterprise value, $4 million in EBITDA. So that's six times. That's a 16% cash on cash return. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So enough said. All right. Interesting. And finally, um, another retailer uh, called Cache, ticker C-A-C-H. And again, another one. Um, that uh, we've looked at in the shop, um, it's a it's a mall based retailer, and they do women's apparel, ages twenty five to forty five. And I don't shop there, but um, you know, women I've talked to, you know, the clothes get a mixed review. You know, they're not they're, it's what you think prom dresses or things like that. You know, social events, bars. They look like you nice high-end casual Yeah, it's casual. Here. You know, it's not it's necessarily look, office wear. No. Uh, are you on the site I'm on again? the site. It's a nice-looking site. You can't just site. go on the Internet like the whenever you want. I the model on the site, yeah. Um, 
so the thing about this is the stock, you know, a couple years ago traded as high as 26, 25 bucks. It's at four. What's changed? Well, what's changed is sales went from 280 million to 200 and, you know, let's just say 220 million. And during the recession, sales fell, you know, 25% just about. So that scares people and the stock cratered. But again, just like the other companies I've been talking about here, they have almost no debt. And with a stock at four bucks, they have twenty-four million in cash, twelve million shares. That's two bucks a share on a four-dollar stock, net cash. So I like that. It means I have very little downside in terms of bankruptcy risk. These guys can just sort of wait around, get great systems, and kind of wait to have their fashion hit, mm -hmm. and then the street will incorrectly put a big multiple on that. That's what's happened in the past, and so. It's pretty it's beat not, up. The stock's pretty beat up. Yeah, it's beat up. Three years ago, it used to be 14. It's at four. Yeah. It's bubbling yeah. around between I mean, two and six. We're at four. A few years ago, they were putting up mid-teens returns on capital with no debt. They hit a buzzsaw of a recession. I do know they're doing some things internally to reduce costs by moving some operations into these areas. They source product in Asia and saving, you know, as much as a couple hundred basis points. But when you're earning... 3% operating margins, if you save what sounds like a not a big number, a couple hundred basis points, your operating income just went up 60%. And so those are the kinds of things they're working on. When you look at their operating margin a few years ago, it was in the low teens. Now it's 2 and 1%. And part of that is economies of scale. And so as their sales march back upward, because they closed a bunch of underperforming stores, so their, their margins should improve. I think the multiple on sales particularly gets, gets, you know, gets higher. Now, a, a rule of thumb for me on retailers is a decent retailer uh, can earn close to one-time sales per share. They're putting up $17 a share in sales, no debt, stock at four, and they've got $2 a share in cash. So this is one where I just have a call option, really, on them having a good year in, uh, you know, in the fashion department over the next three, three or four years. And then I'll have a stock that uh, you know, moves toward the teens. I like this one. Uh, I think it's Red Carpet Ready. That's what there's on their what? website right now. Red Carpet Ready award-winning style. Uh, what? I think, I, think they're <laughs> I think they're ready for it. Uh, you know what I like about this? Women spend, fun fact, women spend eight years of their life shopping. I'm looking for them. Eight years of their life. Why is twenty-five thousand hours? I want them to spend some more hours shopping at cachet. That's what I want. Are them to you do. interested in owning this company? Uh, this one I am. This one I like. This one I think there's very little risk and a lot of upside. Did you have much to do with uh, retailers? Your business. I Are buy you more direct. Yeah, you bought I buy stuff at retailers. So, I like this one. This one has very little risk, and I think there's a lot. You of You know anyone who shops here? I do not. I don't know. Have you ever shopped here personally? I have not shopped there mm -hmm. personally. Maybe a gift it's or for something. A <laughs> <laughs> gift. Well, I might be going there. I just looked at the oh. store locator. There really? Is there major... one near you? Yes. There's some mm -hmm. major stores near me. Okay. So uh, that's let's really do... all I have this week. No, let's do uh, a pick. We got a pick. Cash. Well, okay. Top pick. What I'm going to do is I'm going to Yeah, you mark it down. Right. Because sometimes when I choose, then you just choose the one I've chosen. No, I don't do no. that. I what? picked my own. I'm no, independent. Cash flow doesn't have to pick your yeah, stuff. I okay, think you that's pick what you one, and then do. I'm going to pick. All right. 
I'll pick the right one for the okay. listeners. Here, I'm going to make a surprising I, choice. I don't think Phil's going to guess I actually which one, one I'm want. getting I know this what week. I want on this one. Okay, hold on. Are you going to make the pick here? What's I am. Going on? I'm I mean, trying to find a pen. Okay. okay. Make the pick. All right. Um, okay. All right. What's your pick? If you were smart like Cash Flow, you would be picking Cache, your last stock. Cache. I like Cache. That's your pick. That's my pick, okay. and that's a Let's good pick. Okay, let's see what I pick. Oh, 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 oh. Cache, oh. 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 oh don't no, do the horse no, one. Are you going to no. do the horse Go one? Salary. No, no, don't do the horse Joe's jeans. Why Joe's jeans? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because these guys are on a roll in terms of sales growth and branding. And to me, a brand is a value. And I think a, what I've heard from people way smarter than me are great brands. In other words, building a great brand. A great brand is worth a billion dollars. In terms of the money it would cost you to have everyone in you know the world know your brand. These guys aren't exactly that, but they're on their way. And, you know, right now the market value of this thing is $60 million. So I think there's a ton of upside just in what they've created. This one's in the already brand. up, though, compared to the S&P. Relative but to the S&P. But the who cares? Uh, well, I'm yeah, just thinking. I'm this. not. I no, don't this care. Is, so this is cheap growth. Cheap growth. All That's right. the value. Fine. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.